0: Welcome to this week's podcast brought to you by Tipperary Komogi TV. I'm Jordan Canan and I'm delighted to be previewing the FBD Intermediate and Junior B County Finals uh, coming up this weekend with two cracking games in store. On Saturday, it's the Junior B2 County Final between Cashel and Silvervines. And then on Sunday, we have the Intermediate County Final between Knockavilla, Dulleski, Kickhams, and Shannon Rovers. Uh, last weekend, Tipperary Komogi held a finals media launch. And Tipperary Comogie Piero Philly Ryan spoke to Knockavilla Dunaski captain Bet Ryan and manager Paddy Fitzgerald and got their thoughts ahead of this weekend's showdown.
1: Right, we're all looking forward to next Sunday's County Intermediate Comogie final between Knockavilla and Shannon Rovers. Twelve o'clock in the County Comogie grounds in the Rag, and a, a big match for both clubs. Shannon Rovers were in last year Nocavella in their in their first final. Uh, so, I would like to welcome Bet Ryan, the Nocavella captain here. Uh, and we'll fire the questions at Beth there straight away. Uh, it's on your first year up from Junior A. What was your goal at the start of this year?
2: Um, I suppose our, our goal at the start of the year was was to come to compete, and um, I suppose looking looking at Junior A, like Shannon Rovers had only beat us in the final by a point, and they went up to Intermediate and they were into the into the final in their first year as well. So we knew going in. Like, you know that we had we had a fair caliber girls with us and we had a good chance so our our goal was to compete and, and and to at least get to a semi-final this year which which we did achieve and thankfully now we're through to the final
1: you've done really really well um, are you surprised how well you've done uh, you've got to the final unbeaten so you, you've done fantastic this year
2: i'm i'm not overly surprised like we've three three tip senior girls and an all-star nom- nominee on the team and we've quiva McCormick, then she's county minor as well like so like we've a really good calibre of girls there and girls under age under 16 they're out the county as well like you know so like i think people probably underestimated us a little bit but if you look at the calibre of our players i'm i'm not surprised at all no, no.
1: yeah i've seen the underage coming through at winning eight titles up long so great talent there having beaten killer Wann comfortably in the group stages was there a small bit of complacency going into the semi-final
2: um no i don't think there was complacency like we said it before the semi-final, the killer run was they were our most uh, physical team that we had met all year and um, their ability like to hunt in hunt in packs and close you down when you had the ball like we knew what we were facing and we knew it was going to be a really physically tough game Um which it did turn out to be like you know and there was, the, there was a lot of freeze in the game like which showed how, how physical it was as well. But no i don't think there was complacency we knew we knew it was going to be a tough tough battle like you know which yeah. it did turn out to be
1: and you won an extra time did yes. you learn a bit from having to go to extra time as a team or whatever and, and uh, from the manner of that win
2: yes absolutely like I, we kind of felt we started a little bit flat mm. so i suppose going forward like we know we need to be quicker off the mark and and probably like, not hold on to the ball as much as we did and give the other team a chance to close in, yeah, and get the ball up the field as quick as possible. to go as fast as possible, yeah.
1: yeah. And the fact she beat, similarly, the fact she beat Shannon Rovers already this year, do you think that's going to be an advantage or a disadvantage, she?
2: Sure, I suppose it's probably a disadvantage. Like, everyone knows going into finals, like, it's always easier going in in as the underdog, like, you know, and I suppose the fact that we've played each other, you'd like to think we know know we both know what what we're facing like yeah. you know. so mm. i suppose we're both equally as at an advantage like you know that we both know what we're facing and um look all i can say is hopefully hopefully we'll come out on the right side of it we know we're going it's a tough battle ahead like Shannon yeah. rovers as i said junior a two years ago they they beat us by a point like you know so
1: yeah very close how are you prepared for the final this week and last week then
2: this just well i suppose training as couple of tough training sessions there during the week and uh, you know trying to knock iron out a few injuries and a few knocks here and there like you know um, and just I suppose getting girls right and like we've never we've never played in the club in an intermediate final like so it's a massive occasion for the parish like and for the girls that are playing and I suppose just to get those girls their heads right and be in a good place like you know and not let the occasion I suppose get to us too much either
1: Thanks a million, Beth. That's no fantastic. Weather. Best of luck next week. Thank you very much. Hi, Paddy, manager of uh, Nacavella, facing into the county final 12 o'clock next uh, Sunday in, in the RAG. Uh, you had a very close win in the semi-final. You needed extra time. Did you take any positives from that team display?
3: Uh, well, as you say, we went extra time, and we really took over in extra time. So our fitness levels were proven to be very, very good. Um, a lot of the younger girls stood up and maybe... Uh, that tough decision, that tough, that tough, uh, the, the toughness to get over the semi-final would probably give us, you know, a little bit more experience for the final.
1: Right. Is there anything uh, you think you need to improve uh, uh,
3: for the final and, and and be crown county champions? Well, we have to get out of the gates quicker. We were very slow, a very slow start. Um, we grew into the game and we could never really put them away either. So, I suppose we have to get out of the gates quicker and we need to be more clinical in front of the posts.
1: Yeah. Now Cavella had huge success down the years at Juvenile in the last couple of years and uh, what it means to the club to be to be up at senior level after moving from Junior B, Junior A, up the ranks there so quickly, uh, what would it mean to look? The
3: club? I, I spoke to the girls last week. I said, look, we would be painting your pictures on the walls if we if we if we can achieve this. It's just momentous. It's a huge thing to get up to senior. Never happened in the history of the club before. Yeah, you know, so we've never been in an intermediate semi-final, or a final before. So I think it's all know,
1: new No adult club, uh, six or seven years no, ago. Was no, was no adult club. No, no.
3: We had some great success back in the in the 80s and mm. 90s, but for a long time we had no adult club. No.
1: Fantastic, yeah. Have you any injury worries going into the final next week, Paddy? Uh,
3: not really. Um, a few minor knocks. Of course, Rebecca Farrell is a long-term injury. She broke a leg early in the season and yeah. she's been a huge loss. To us, great, but corner forward, yeah. great corner forward. Great corner forward. But other than that, we we, we should be all good to go on, on Sunday.
1: How important is tip senior player and all-star nominee, Arena Friday?
3: Look, Arena is a super player. Uh, her her attitude is absolutely excellent. She drives on all the younger players. Uh, it's not only what she does on the field, but her whole attitude around it. Around the team is, is just great. Like she's a real ambassador for, for the for the game of Camogie. I must say.
1: Yeah, and hopefully Arena will will get the get picked on November twenty sixth at the All-Stars uh, banquet. There. Uh, what did you learn from uh, playing
3: Shannon Rovers already this year? Uh, Shannon Rovers. I suppose we've been playing Shannon Rovers since under twelve. <laughs> yeah. you know What I mean, and we've kind of as as we've improved, they've improved, and uh, it's very very difficult to continue, you know, winning against teams. So. We've played them three times this year and we've won three times, and that for me is a worry because, you know, yeah. they're, they're, they're going to they're going to turn a key sometime and, and get the victory over They'll us. They'll learn something, won't they? and hopefully, it won't yeah. be in the final.
1: Yep. Yeah. Thanks very much, Paddy, for coming in today, and best look in the final.
3: Thanks, Philly.
0: I'm now delighted to be joined by Boris Lee Antiperi senior star Julianne Burke, uh, just to preview the FBD Insurance Intermedia final a bit further. Julianne, you're very welcome to the podcast.
4: Thanks, Emilie so and Geraldine.
0: Um, Julianne, no doubt you're disappointed, I suppose, not to be preparing, preparing for a final yourselves. Um, you had a very close semi-final to, with Shannon Rovers, uh, only one point in the in the end. Um, I suppose the fact you're missing Nicole Walsh and Kesh Fitzgerald they were there were two huge losses. So overall, were you happy enough with your own performance that day?
4: Yeah, Geraldine, we were. Look, I suppose going into the game, we were probably going as underdogs because Shannon Overs had beaten us earlier in the championship, I think by eight or nine points or something. And then I suppose we were dealt the big blow of missing Nicole and KG. And like, there were two starting half forwards for us and, and girls you could rely on to score in every game. But I suppose it was up to the rest of us to step up and we, we knew like we had um to go 100% at it. And um look, we worked really hard and I suppose we're lucky where a Pip at the end like they got a point to win it um, from a three, and um, they go through to the, to the final so fair play to them but look, I suppose there's lots of positives to take for, um, from next year as well and just hopefully we can go that step further there next year.
0: Very good and I suppose that was your second time playing Shannon Rovers like you mentioned you, you met in the group stages and um, obviously uh, in the in the semi-final and I suppose what has impressed you most about this Shannon Rovers team?
4: Yeah, like I suppose like, they're very calm and confident on the ball like if you even look back to our semi-final we got the goal in the dying minutes and like they didn't panic they believed that they could win it the next puck out they got the ball won a free and put it over the bar like so I suppose like they were calm pa- they didn't panic and they believed in themselves and I suppose another aspect is like Anya Tlatry her puck outs are are unbelievable. Like she can reach her half forward line with a puck out, and if that's massive in a game of Komogi, You can set up scores really, really quickly. Um, and then I suppose Jorging like they have a nice blend of players. They have experienced players of Ethan McLaughlin and Sabrina Larkin, and then they have a nice few younger girls that have been involved with Tip Minor teams and Tip Sixteen teams. So, so they're not afraid to score as well. Like they're willing to take the ball on. They're confident in themselves as well. So, and would you think yeah, they're. Team their-
0: would you think they're even stronger this year? I know last year they were beaten in the final by uh Sarsfields, and that was only their first year up intermediate. Um, but do you think they're a stronger outfit this year from playing from from playing them last year and playing them this year?
4: Yeah, I suppose like last year I think they beat us by a point as well. There's nothing in the intermediate championship at all, but I suppose the final last year, like Perlets were a really, really strong outfit, and I suppose they, they won it well in the end. And I suppose Shannon probably didn't perform to their best ability. In, in the final either but they were missing IFA as well a crew injury but yeah no I do think that they're stronger and they've definitely improved um with every game and I suppose like they've won all their games bar one and they came second in the group so if they're going to a county final they're happy enough they just want to get over the line now this time and win it
0: and just turning to um Knock there And um, I suppose I have to put my hand up a admit that I totally um called that semi-final wrong and um, just Going on results in the group stages. Um, the fact that Nakovilla is finished first in the group and Kilowan McDonough finished fourth. I was expecting that to be um kind of I suppose a one-sided affair. I, I, I really fancied Nakovilla to win it. I was surprised that they needed extra time. Um, you know, Kilowan put up a great performance. Um, you know, you know, it's Kilowan our experienced intermediate team, and I suppose uh, I I I shouldn't have been calling it so. So one way, but um, were you surprised that nakavilla needed extra time to, to get over Killer
4: One? Yeah, I suppose when I heard the result initially, I was surprised. And I suppose a lot of people would, like if you saw it on paper, like you said, nakavilla came first, Killer One came fourth. Um, but, Darlene, it can be hard to go into a game when you're, when you're favourite. You know, mentally, it can affect you. If everybody expects you to win, yeah. it can be hard to get a performance or whatever. And I suppose Killer One, like you said, are an ex- intermediate team and they probably were like us oh, going to semi-final like they had absolutely nothing to lose going in as underdogs and if, when you are an underdog you have no fear and you'll give it 100% and um, it probably was harder for Naka uh, going in as favourites but I suppose that might have given them a bit of a fright in the semi-final and I suppose they know now for the final that they really have to give it 100% and really drive on from the start.
0: Um, I just have a just a quick rundown on knockavilla's game so far this year. Um, the, as I mentioned, there captain Bet Ryan, uh, manager Paddy Fitzgerald, um, and the path to the final this year uh, the big killer won 117 to 10 points. Um, they beat Newport Banner hinge 310 to 110. Um, they beat Shannon Rovers a big win 219 to 19. Um, then they beat Yee 14 points to 5 to get to the county semi-final, uh, which they won after extra time, 16 points to 12. So an unbeaten run to the county final. And I suppose the fact that it's only their first year up um, in intermediate, is it a, would you have expected them at the start of the year to do so well and to go unbeaten and qualify for a county final in the first year?
4: Yeah, like to be honest, I wasn't surprised that they they were, they reached the county final. I suppose at the start of the year, you probably would have said Shannon Ovens are there, thereabouts, and like, like like I said, the intermediate championship is tight or whatever. But like Knockavilla have won an awful amount um underage and they've had great success, so there's a lot of those girls up playing with Knockavilla now and um. Like, like I said earlier, that they're so confident in the ball and they've had great wins throughout the championship and I suppose they're improving um, with every game as well. So like, I'm not surprised, to be honest, that they've got to a final and I don't know what it is, but there's some sort of pattern. When you kind of win the Junior A or Cup Junior A, you end up nearly in the end stages of intermediate the last few years um, with different teams. But um, no, no, they're a good team and strong team and they deserve to be in the final.
0: Yeah, that's definitely a good point you made there because it's interesting to know it and, to know it, and I suppose it adds to the, the excitement of the final is that, you know, in 2019, uh, Shannon Rovers beat uh Nakavilla by a single point in the Junior A county final. Um, so they came up, obviously, they reached the intermediate final last year and now, you know, Shan- our Nakavilla have come up last year and have reached intermediate final this year. So, like you said, if it's a very comp- competitive uh, championship, those six teams, reach the semi-finals and you know there was uh, very interesting results and nothing between a lot of the teams or similar kind of patterns of, of results but um, just looking at Nakavita, then, Arena Friday I suppose is the key player uh, she recently nominated for a Kimogi all-star, um, how crucial is she to the, this Nakavita side?
4: I think she's a very important player like you even saw Gerlien with tip this year she got points from outrageous angles and distances when you really needed them and so she'll do the same for club. she'll step up and do what she has to do and even from playing against her this year like she has a variety like she can score from distance she runs at you she can pick out different players um, I just I suppose it's important for Shannon Overs that like she's a really strong player but Lockerville have other players that they need to keep an eye on as well because um, she's really good to keep, to get younger girls into the game as well. Um, so, Nakavilla will be a really strong game from her at the weekend.
0: Yeah, and what would you say would be Nakavilla's main strengths, you know, from playing against them?
4: I suppose like they mix it up like it's not predictable they can kind of do anything with the ball if that makes sense like as in for being a back myself like they can run at you and that's the last thing you want to see is forward running at your left right and centre and so they can switch it up if they run up the wing they can cross to the far corner or you know if they need it they can lob it in into the full forward line or they can score from distance and like what I notice as well like their backs are very strong and they don't panic on the ball they they can work it out from the half back and like Beth Ryan is very strong centre back um, and Joe you know Cueva McCormick as well she was out midfield when we played them and they just carry the ball like you've Cueva McCarty there that was in of the seniors Eamor Heffernan Arena like there's loads of girls down the pitch and, and they're calm with the ball and they're really good to play off each other and, and really give it to the girl in the best position as well so they have a lot of strength coming into the match as well
0: and then what about Shannon Rovers um, what, who would you think who would be their key players would you think on
4: Sunday? Yeah, I've probably mentioned some of them already, but like again, like Anya Slattery, her puckouts, you know, she, like she's an all-star from twenty twenty. Puckouts are massive, and she's a good shot um, stopper as well. And like Sabrina Larkin, she can play fullback, centre back, sweeper, and she carries loads of experience coming into the game. So she'd be very strong and a good leader. And so there's Gillian McKenna midfield, um, Ethan centre forward. Like I think her and Beth now would be a really good match if they're on each other. Um and they've a few minor girls like and 16 girls they have like Celine Guinan and the Linan girls and so they've loads around the field as well. And I think it'll be a really interesting game, Darling. You know, I'm really looking forward to it. It'll be very competitive.
0: Just a rundown through the Shan Rovers, then set up. So Captain On Slattery Manager Paul Darcy pat to the final of the group games. Um did a big win to start off two sixteen to nine points over care. Um then they beat one McDonough. Uh 210 to 17, and um, beat Bursley 316 to 210. Then they lost to Knacker uh 219 to 9 and then they did a big win over Newport Banner Hinch scoring six goals, 616 to 214, and then in the county semi-final defeated Bursley 14 points to 110. Um, and so that's Shannon Rover's path to the final. and um, where, where do you see this game being won or lost on Sunday? Or how do you how do you see it going? Or
4: yeah, I suppose like both teams really need to start like 100% and, and give it their all. And I suppose you need to take it kind of step by step, I suppose, like water break by water break. And like, it's, I suppose the team who can maintain it the whole way through and, and just dig it out and to win it. But I suppose this probably sounds cliche, but it's whatever forwards get on top. um, uh, And then I suppose the opposite of that is which backline can, can, can curtail the forwards attacking ability and just try to slow it down. Um, I do think that freeze might come into it as well. I know, like, when we played Channel Novres, Aoife got about five freeze. So, like, freeze and discipline will, will be really important as well. Do you know, like, you can go into a game and be really aggressive, but there's a kind of a fine line between giving away freeze, like, you need to be disciplined as well. Yeah. Um, do you know? So, um, I suppose
0: both teams have excellent free takers in Ethan Malachney and Emer Heffernan, So yeah. It exactly.
4: could end up a bit of a
0: shootout as well, you know?
4: Yeah, exactly. So I suppose you can't afford to give them easy frees to put over the barge, you know.
0: And just a final question then for you, Julianne. I suppose who who is going to win? Who who do you fancy and why putting you on the Julianne.
4: spot? That's a very tough question now because both teams are so good and so strong and honestly like I would not be surprised if it goes to extra time, it will really go down to the wire, like, like you said, like it was a point in, it, in the junior age when they played each other um, and both teams are really good to attack and defend and um, if I had to call it, I'd say maybe knock Villa by a point or two but I don't know, it'll be very close.
0: Yeah, look, we're really looking forward to it, and um, I think it's going to be a really entertaining final, and I think the fact that the two semi semi-finals were so close, you know, maybe if one team had won well and, and the other struggled, you know, you mightn't be as excited about the final, but it just shows, I think, to be fair, the top two teams have reached the final, and, I, and just about, and... Uh, And I think it's going to be really close game and um, I'm expecting a cracker of a match. So thanks a million Julianne for, uh, for coming on the show and to help us look forward to the game and to preview the game. And like I said, that's uh, the FBD insurance, intermediate County final, Knockville dunaski kick versus Shannon Rovers. That game takes place on Sunday, November the 14th at 12 PM in the County community grounds drag. So be sure to come along and, and, uh, Sport both clubs and any and neutrals as well, get down to the field and watch it because I think it's going to be a really good game. Thanks a million, Julianne, for coming on the Camogie Report podcast. Thanks, Geraldine,
4: for having me. Thanks a million. Uh,
0: next up, I'm Thank delighted you. to be joined by Tumi Vara and former Tiberi senior Camogie player Louise Young uh, to, discuss, to discuss Saturday's Junior B2 County Final. Um, that game takes place uh, in the County Camogie, Gra- Camogie Grounds in Drag on Saturday. Um, November 13th at 1pm and it's Cashel and Silvermines Louise you're very welcome to the show
5: um,
0: I suppose you were beaten this year by Silvermines in the group stages and by Cashel in the county semi-final so you're familiar with both teams um, I, is it fair to say that the best two teams have reached the final and you know how would you compare and contrast the two sides? Yeah it's fair to
5: say that the two um. Best teams are in the final. Silver Silvermines and Cashel are two very strong teams, both are deserving of the final. Uh, we were beaten well by Silvermines. Uh, they were ahead from the start. They dominated the game. Um, they, we didn't play well on that day. Cashel, um, the game against Cashel was different. And we were more up for that game. Um, we only really lost that game in the final say, quarter of the match. Um, Cashel were the better team on the day, but um, we give a good performance. Um, but it was Two matches were completely different. And what, what would you say were Cashel's main strengths then? Well, Cashel, they've um, a very young fit team. Um, they've some good players um, like Jean Walsh and Rebecca Hunty. Uh Cashel are strong up front. As I said, they In the final quarter of the match, they got ahead, and it was really hard to stop them once they once they got ahead. Um, And what about
0: Silvermines then? What from playing them? What what would you say are their main strengths?
5: Well, Silvermines are very strong all over. I think Um, they're well able to take their scores. Um, They are a young, fit team as well. Um, They have some very good players like Rebecca Ford and Douglas Latre. Uh, Joanne Nolan is back playing as well, and um, she's flying it. She's dominating the back line. Yeah, Joanne, a former Tipperary uh senior, intermediate, player as well. Um,
0: is she, does she play, she plays in the backs, because I know she used to play in goals years ago as well with tip, but I think she's probably centre-back or something. Is she with remains?
5: She's in the backs, yeah, she's flying it in the back.
0: Um So just looking ahead to the final on, on Saturday, Um Where do you see this game being won or lost, or who 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 do you fancy
5: to win it? To be honest, um, I don't think there'll be much in it between both teams. Um, It'll be an exciting game. Um, I reckon maybe Silvermine might edge it.
0: And the Junior B two competition, as was a new enough competition this year for a lot of. club second teams and you know for maybe clubs that are their first ever time having an adult uh, team like the Bally Bacon Grange and things like that but um, for the likes of you um, I mentioned there Louise you've played with Tiberi down through the years won All-Ireland finals and I know you won a senior county title with Tumivara back in 2004 and, but you were away, you haven't you hadn't played Camogie in a good few years and what made you go back playing with uh Tumivara's junior B2 team this year? I've
5: played in 8 years Darryl um, well, yeah, it, uh, well, it started, um, earlier on in the year, say, Marie McCarty and Maria Tynan, and she contacted a number of retired players to see, um, would they come back and get a team together? So, um, decided to go back, and it was a brilliant decision. Um, it, we went back, it was a bit of crack, we'd train in once a week, um, it was a get-together, a social get-together, kind of, a break out of the house, a break away from kids. And I think that was a lot of it for many that came back. Um, I think there's over 30 children between the players on the team. It's like a Mothers and Others (laughs) team. But um, yeah, um, it was great to go back and play with the likes of Noel Kendi and Koo again. Brilliant, yeah, because it was a lot of, um,
0: I suppose, the successful Tumivara senior team down through the years that were back playing junior B two, and it was great to see you all back playing. And I'm sure, I'm sure it was very enjoyable as well. But I suppose the likes of Cashel then is probably more younger players. They probably use them more as a development for, you know, for their senior team. I think they have a lot of, um, you know, under 16s and 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 stuff like that playing. While while the Silvermines was a more similar to
5: to year age group was a more older players or younger players on the Silvermines team. I think, um, the the Silvermines had a mixture, like there were some older players like you'd have Duran Nolan in there and a few older players, but they also had some younger players on it. But Cashel had a lot of young players. Yeah, yeah
0: it'd just be interesting to see who wins out in the end. So uh, that's the, the junior B2 county final that takes place on Saturday in the Com- County Camogie grounds in the RAG. Cashel and Silvermines, and we wish, wish both sides best luck and encourage you all to get down and support it. Um, Louise, thanks a million for joining us on the Camogie Report podcast to help us preview that county final. And um, no doubt we'll see you back again, playing with Tumivara again next
5: year. Perfect. Thanks, Ger.
0: Also this weekend, on Sunday morning, we have the four FBD Insurance Junior quarter finals. Um, all four games taking place at 11 o'clock and the first team have home venue. So the quarterfinal draw was Borland Dwella versus Killadangan, Holy Cross, Balikhal versus Brian Bruce, Drummington versus ballina and Moneygall versus Templemore. So four huge games for um, those eight junior eight teams and um, all games happening on Sunday morning. So. Uh, keep an eye on the Tipperary Camogie Twitter for updates and scores, full time scores in those games if we can't get to them. Uh, so, a busy weekend ahead, um, lots to look forward to. Um, we wish all clubs uh, the very best luck in their county finals. Um, next week's podcast, then, we will be reviewing the Junior B2 final and the intermediate. Um, final and we're also previewing the big senior county final between clonty Rossmore and drum and club so that's on next week's podcast and um, also you probably will have seen on social media the brand new tipperary camogie 2021 women in sport jersey is on sale in kieran bergen sports and um, online shop www.kieranbergensports.com it is a beautiful exclusive uh, Once-off jersey and um, specially designed by Tipperary Camogie and KB Sports um, to celebrate women in sport. As you all know, the big initiative last year and um, women in sport 2020 campaign, but in 2021, we are still participating. We are still watching sport. We are still looking for media coverage and looking for people to come and uh, uh, support women in sport and get to matches. And um, this jersey just is a reminder of that and helps celebrate that and also Celebrating FBD Insurance and fantastic sponsorship of the adult and Minor Club Championships in Tipperary this year. We've had a brilliant club championship so far and long may it continue for the next few weeks um, as we wrap up all the games. Um, So check out that jersey, go to Kieranbergens.com. It'll make a brilliant Christmas gift, uh, stocking filler. It's only 40 euros. And uh, it's an ideal gift coming up to Christmas. So go online and buy that jersey today and support Tipperary And um, That's all for this week's show. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to like and subscribe and um, spread the word about the Tipperary mogi Report podcast.